figure my shit out. I don't know. It's, it's like the, the first thing I'm doing today. Wake up podcast. Right. Don't talk to me until I've had my podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just before I get to take my morning shit. You have to hold that shit in now. Mm. The Sturgill boys are podcasting. <laughs> Jeez. Already, uh, already wonderful merch ideas. Hold that shit in. The Sturgill boys are podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> already full of wonderful merch ideas. Todd, the Sturgill boys are back. <laughs> I mean, did did we ever leave? We never truly left. We lived on no. in all of your hearts. <laughs> <laughs> back by semi-popular demand, the Sturgill boys are I, here. I was going to joke about that. Like, back by popular demand. It's like, hey, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> there, there have been a couple of people, not just Josh. There have been a couple of people who, and it's been a consistent thing where people are like, when when are you and Todd like when's Nerd Bourbon coming back? When are you and Todd gonna podcast together again? There there are a lot of people. Maybe that's actually how we should start our new our new endeavor here, the Sturgill Boys. Maybe what we should start with is like what happened with Nerd Bourbon because it's a really quick and uneventful story. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I've been I've been I asked feel- about it enough times. Funny enough, though, it's like everything that you've told me is like people think that we like got into like a like there was a fight. Yeah, people people are trying like to project to me. People are trying to project fucking drama or something. Um, I, I've been asked about this, and I'm like, guys, it's a very fucking it's a simple story. Like it's just Todd and I did this podcast together called Nerd Bourbon. We did it for like three and a half years, if you can believe it. And we we did like 170 episodes. Of the main show, we did side say, shows. That's just the main show, yeah. Yeah, we did a bunch of side shows. We did it for a long fucking time, man. And um, we did it every week. We never missed a week. Um, so that that's a long time to do anything. And at a certain point, our schedules stopped aligning as well. And mm-hmm. like the long and short of it was, it was becoming kind of a chore to like get together and and record it. And we were just like, let's just stop. <laughs> <laughs> that was really it. That's that's all. It, that's all it really was. And, uh, no dramatic breakup. <laughs> nothing like that. <laughs> we have, you know, we have stayed. We we don't talk, you know, as often as we used to. But we, uh, but you know, we've stayed in touch. Obviously, Todd's my fan. Todd's my cousin. People who have never listened to us before, which I think that Venn diagram is going to basically be a circle. The people who listen to this. And the people who listen to Nerd Bourbon people probably know that you're my cousin. Um, But yeah, for for anybody who might be like new to us, I guess, Todd and I are cousins. Um, And I actually, you know, it was funny when, when, because we had been talking for a little bit about maybe just like bringing Nerd Bourbon back. Because 
like when, when we realized like, you know, we should podcast together again or whatever. We thought about just bringing back nerd bourbon, but completely changing like what the show was, you know? I mean, I wouldn't say changing it more like going back to what it originally to was, its roots. which was just two dumbasses talking yep. about just nothing. Yeah. Because when you really go back into like the first, I would, mm, at least the first 20 episodes. Yeah. It's very much just the titles are stupid. Papa John, the destroyer, you know, it's just, <laughs> just talking about asinine shit. And like, it's funny enough, it's like Papa John, the destroyer is one of those episodes that like nerd bourbon eats. Like, kind of true. F- like, fell off from that essentially. I think that's. I think that's another thing that sort of wound up happening was we, um, we like made sideshows, and it, <sighs> and it kind of like which with each uh, sideshow as much as we liked doing it. I think it took something away from yes. the main show. You know, to me, it's like I wish we did. Go looking back at, it, I wish we did those sideshows in the main show. Just like exactly. every so often. Yeah, exactly. So now it's it's like you come into something like this and it's like, do we bring back like Nerd Bourbon and it's like form or whatever, call it Nerd Bourbon Live. We were talking about doing that. And I was like, no, you know, let's just make it something completely different. I, I had a couple of um, what, one of the names that I was thinking of going with is Cousins in a Quarter Life Crisis. <laughs> that was, that it, was a name. it's long as shit but i kind of love it that's that's funny it was a name but i went with the sturgill boys um which is something shout out to our good friend dan for <laughs> the sturgill boys i'm pretty sure he is the first one to call us the sturgill boys i think that is true yeah i think it was um we used to play gta 4 online a lot God, I miss that shit, man. Dude, Dude why? Okay. So Real, good. On, off a tangent, I talked about uh, Dan playing GTA 4 recently. I Did brought you? up the, uh, I brought up the, you know, the story, the, hey, where's my bike story? Oh my God. We have to, we have to <laughs> regale the folks at that story. So <laughs> we used to play GTA 4 online a lot. And I fucking, by the way, I miss GTA 4 online so much because it was this weird, like, free form there's no structure to it mm-hmm. at all you had to make your own fun you know but that shit was and, so fun and half our fun was it was uh, the game mode i'd like to come i'd name it chase a bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just it was just us chasing dan and to dan's credit he's very good at being a bitch I swear, yes. I swear. <laughs> He's he is the the one of the all time great bitches is Dan. He's uh he is wonderful at running away. So we uh we would just hop in like a car and chase Dan. And even if we started off on friendly terms, it would which become is, that. <laughs> which is where this the hey where's my bike comes from. We're we end up at a uh, motorcycle motorcycle dealership. And Seth gets on my bike, and as Dan, I guess, walk, tries to like, I shoot the window or some shit, and all the motorcycles in like the uh, the floor just disappear. They're just <laughs> gone. They despawn, <laughs> completely despawn. And Dan just goes, "Hey, where's my bike?" And I'm just like, "Hmm, kill him." <laughs> Just like open fire on Dan with like an Uzi. And again, the, the beauty of it is we both just instantly did it. It was so good. It was There was no hesitation at all. 
Just like the the betrayal. Ugh. It took no convincing. <laughs> Just so willing to betray him there in that moment. GTA 4 Online was so fucking fun, man. But I but I'm pretty sure that's where the Sturgill Boys moniker came from. He's like, I'm running from them Sturgill Boys or something like that. Yeah, some shit like that. Them Sturgill Boys doesn't, you know, doesn't come off as well. So we're just the Sturgill Boys. Um, man, yeah, what what a what a fun time that was. Then you flash forward to today, GTA Five Online's the biggest thing in the world, and uh, it's funny enough as you really didn't get into it. No, no, I never really got into GTA Five Online. I, I think it's too much. It is too much. Like, I miss the free like, form. Um, I'm not going to say I didn't have fun with it. I had more fun with it three in the during the 360 times. Yeah, when I was a when I that, that was the 360 times with GTA Online because again this shit has carried over to like two fucking generations at this fucking point. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's like holy, the when you what, put it saying that is like insane to me, but it is true. Uh, that's when I was really in it and I was fucking really bad with shark cards. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so it's it's crazy. I don't even know if, like, did you ever fuck around with the Red Dead Online? No. I didn't like Red Dude. Dead 2. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I dead, forgot. I, I forgot you suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't Podcast like it. Podcast over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of the first episode. <laughs> Goodbye. No. <laughs> I don't blame anybody for it. It's the, if you can't get over the controls, I get it. But the story's phenomenal. I couldn't um, do it, bro. That's fits fair. The uh, but that Red Dead Online like tried to try to kind of do it like GTA Online did. It's just I I'm a simple man. I just need simple multiplayer. I don't need all this crazy shit going on. Yeah, because even like Red Dead, even like the original like multiplayer of uh, you know Red Dead Redemption. Right. You know um, you got into that. I did. I really did. And um, the cra- the thing about that is it was in that same form as GTA 4 where you made your own fun. And I, I got really into that with my uh, my buddy Ronald that I've known for like God knows how long. Um, and it was one of them crazy moments where we would just shit talk like over, you know, just Xbox, you know, like the Xbox messages, you know, messages and shit. Yeah. And <laughs> straight up going to meet us in Blackwater bitch like in Blackwater <laughs> in like the main town <laughs> and we would like sit there I, I we were in Mexico and on the map and we would travel from Mexico in a carriage while continuously shit talking through the messages there's something about there, there's something about just like when when a video game just gives the player like the free openness there's got to be something fucking psychological to that man because like I, I think about that sometimes with, with the original GTA four, how fun it was. You remember when people were finding like weird shit, people would find like the, like there's this swing, swing set. set. Yes. Yep, yep. Yes. In the playground where like you drive up on it and it fucking just like blows up and send you spiraling like your it's, team rocket. It's all, we would sit there for like, we would honestly sit there for like an hour at least. Oh my just God. fucking trying to launch ourselves like even further and further, like trying so to like break fun. our own records. It's, I I love jank like that, like just stupid jank. It's like definitely not intentional. It's just breaking the game. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes the less structure, the better. I was talking about this recently because I'm like the only person on planet Earth that likes the original No Man's Sky. Like before they started <laughs> fixing it, 
<laughs> the and, only person. Hey, at least you admit it that it's them fixing it. <laughs> no, yeah, I I know. Like I know I'm the outlier here. I'm like the only person on planet Earth that actually preferred the original version of No Man's Sky, yeah, where it was just I, like this weird. Like, open-ended, like, fucking bizarre little game. I wound up platinuming it, like, back in the day when it first came out. And then they started to patch it and add updates. And I'm like, what is this? I hate this. Like, I don't like this game. It's like they added the co-op and shit. I don't like it. <laughs> no, it's like this weird, like, isolated single-player thing where you're just, like, quietly gathering, like, odd resources with alien titty monsters. And then you just, like, go off to another planet and sell it for a high price. I just kind of, I don't know, I liked it. It was bizarre. <laughs> like, there, there's something about, there's something to that about fucking just, like, letting the player have this big open no structure and just make your own fun that's oh, what definitely. that's what that was i miss that i miss that i i did mention uh your opinion recently to uh my you know my all my buddies from utah yeah they're they're like what i know <laughs> i know it's weird yeah i know it's weird todd uh something that i wanted to ask you I've got, and this is going to be the most hard right of all time, going from talking about No Man's Sky to a would you rather question. Oh, now, you you did get it. This is something while we were talking about coming back is like doing the would you rathers. Now, I don't know if I'm going to do this every single episode. We'll see. Maybe I will. I don't know. But I, it's funny enough is the would you, um, we're, we can never really, the first would you rather he gave me was good. And that's all I'm going to give you guys. <laughs> We we can't replicate it. We can't rep- no. but but that it was good enough to where I was like, this is something that we should do on the podcast. It's, this is good content. It's, yeah, it's like is 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 this good? Is this good content? <laughs> <laughs> Am I good, Papa? Am I good? Oh um, Lord. So I've got a would you rather. Uh. Now this is this is something that um I think is very specific to you. Okay. This will this will not be a difficult would you rather to most people. But we're gonna we're gonna have to think through this, okay? So, would you rather have piss for sweat? So every time you sweat, it's piss. Okay. Just straight piss pouring out of your body. Okay. You're covered in piss. <laughs> or, or every time you eat a meal, you have to dip your food in ketchup. You have to have a dab of ketchup. Oh, you bitch. Now, this is something you should all know is Todd fucking hates ketchup. I don't know why, but he hates ketchup. I swear to God, I swear to God, I wish I had like face cam for this when you said ketchup. (laughs) Like the fucking face I made. It was like a micro expression, but it was like pure, it was like pure fucking hatred. Todd, I don't know why. What is that? Where does that come from? Why do you hate? I don't know anybody who hates ketchup the way you hate ketchup. Um, part of it stems from I'm 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 a Chicago boy. I think that's and it's the whole. Anastasia and I were the, talking it, about that. Yeah. Yes, I'm a Chicago boy, and it does definitely stems from if you put a fucking you put ketchup on a hot dog. I think you're a piece of shit. I agree with that. <laughs> but it's it's my hatred has transcended the hot dog. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's what is it about? It? What, what, what is it about it? Do you, do you just is it? The, I just don't like it, man. I just don't. 
the vinegary, like, slightly the thing sweet. Is, I like so I like other tomato based shit. Like I love you know I love pizza sauce. You know I love marinara, but like so there's something about ketchup I fucking cannot stand. It's so interesting. It's just I dude I, dude I don't dip my fries in ketchup. I, I'll dip my fries in barbecue sauce before I dip it in fucking ketchup. Which is like, like, and and by the way, every barbecue sauce has ketchup in it. I know. As a base. I know. know. (laughs) But ketchup itself can go fuck itself. So this is the realest shit. How much ketchup are we talking? Everything, before you take a bite of anything, it's got to get dabbed in ketchup. Like, I'm talking like a little bitch dab. It could be it, it could be it could be a little bitch dab, but like everything will have the slight flavor of ketchup. And I'm talking even sweet foods, even like ice cream. Oh. You get a spoonful of ice cream, it's gotta have a little ketchup. So the thing with the thing with the piss, right? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> did, did you did you about break the, the thing with the piss? Uh-huh. Give me this rationale. <laughs> All right. The thing with the piss, if I stay hydrated, you know what I'm saying? It's basically yeah. water. Well, here's the here's the thing that you have to think through about this. Because not only is it going to be really inconvenient. Hey, yeah, you're going to have to stay hydrated to make it even somewhat manageable. So you don't just have like yellow dark, like orange piss stains all over your clothes at all times. Mm-hmm. But the a big thing for this though is not only are you going to have to take showers way more frequently but <laughs> you have to think oh, about like you know what what's okay i just think what's what's settled it right now okay i just thought to myself is i'm a big i sleep sweat bad that's true you're going to wake up I in a big old pool of sweat yeah i i ain't going to be no bedwetter no <laughs> <laughs> well and here's another thing you have to consider too there, there's an actual health concern with piss because piss has like ammonia in it. Yeah, yeah. Now you now on the flip side, you could meet somebody who's like into that shit. Like maybe you meet like a partner, man or woman. I'm not gonna judge, and they're and they're just like, I love piss. Like I will tongue bathe the piss off of you every time you sweat. I'm gonna be honest, that's kind of hot. Yeah, that's kind of hot, right? And then what they could do, they could like <laughs> monitor you while you sleep, and the second you start to, the second a little bit of sweat forms on your hot sleeping body, they just come in there like, <laughs> like Yoshi, <laughs> lick that piss off you, dear lord, lick that piss right off you. Oh, uh, I mean. The more rational side of me is like, just take the dab of ketchup like a man. (laughs) (laughs) But it's with everything, everything you like. The the next time you, oh, you've been looking forward to a fucking like pistachio cheesecake. It's your birthday or whatever. Pecan pie, whatever you're having for your birthday. Every bite. Every bite, motherfucker, is going to have ketchup on it. Every bite. I'll I'll take the piss. But here's the thing, though. Hang on. Think about this, though. Ketchup. I'm going to try to sell you on the ketchup because hang on. You can, through like aversion therapy, over time, you will either develop a taste for the ketchup or at least a tolerance for the ketchup, like a numbness to the ketchup. 
You know what I'm saying? Like over time, eating ketchup with every meal, you're eventually going to train your brain to either look beyond the ketchup and not be bothered by it or enjoy the ketchup. ketchup. Transcend beyond the ketchup. Uh, So you got to you got to sort of like think think in the long term because this both of these things would be lasting for the rest of your sad life. Sad is a sad life is definitely uh, the right word for this. Either I have to eat ketchup with everything or fucking just sweat piss. Sweat piss, <laughs> but you get that, you know, we'll have, we'll add, we'll throw in that partner I was talking about. Oh, yeah. That's the uh, getting tongue bathed every day. Um, so with those caveats, I think, I think my final decision. <laughs> Shit. It's actually, it's funny enough for like any normal motherfucker. I'll just do the ketchup. Yeah, fuck it. I'll just do the ketchup. Yeah, this was, this was fact, specifically crafted for you. I love it. I do. I actually really respect, uh, one, I respect that. I do. One final <laughs> caveat. One final caveat. The partner is Jar Jar Binks. Ketchup. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> that, that's, that's what pushed it over the edge. Yeah, you're like I was lean and piss, but when you b- brought Jar Jar into it, <laughs> for the for the record, that is uh, the, a part of the first which you read. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference to maybe I'll work Jar Jar into all of these. No, don't do that. Misa want your piss. Misa want to eat your piss, Todd. Whatever, whatever made that hot just did the opposite. Ooh, mooey, mooey, piss. <laughs> My penis is inside of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, sweat for me. <laughs> lick that uh, piss up with his long. You see how long Jar Jar's tongue is? Oh, is I, I swear, I, I, th- I think this is why you really wanted us to start podcasting again. You have a, a sick obsession. <laughs> I have one of my favorite things that I own is that signed print. Of Jar Jar, where we met Ahmed Best at Star Wars Celebration Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah, I was yeah. That was fun, the fun time, whatever. But one of my one of my favorite things that I have is a signed print of Jar Jar, where Ahmed Best signed it. Jar Jar is the key to all this. I love it. <laughs> another another one of my favorite memories, a core memory for me that I think back to when I think about that trip is they they had Ahmed Best seated next to Ian McDermott, and you were just like, it's no coincidence. Did I say that or did you say that? I think you said that. <laughs> it's like it's no coincidence. <laughs> they did that shit but, on purpose. Yeah, hell yeah, they did that shit. But uh that was actually his first time at a at a con in a long time, right? Yeah, he hadn't been to a convention in like twenty years. Damn. That's yeah. Cool. Ahmed Best has he, a fucking, it seemed like he had a good time. <laughs> he did, yeah. People welcomed him with uh with open arms. People welcome. It was it was cool to see. It was heartwarming. Todd, I want to talk about Robert Pattinson. Okay, <laughs> I want to talk about Robert Pattinson, Todd. You mean my Batman? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's my Batman. That's my Batman. Um, so I the reason I want to talk. I've been thinking about the upcoming Batman movie, and the more I see of it, the less excited I am about it. Okay. To be honest with you, like I want to see it. I'm giving it the benefit what's, of the doubt. What is, what is putting uh, what, what's fucking with you a little bit? You know, like what's. Uh... 
What's the I, deal? Just like everything that I'm reading about, they're they're trying to be like all weird and like edgy with it. And you see like Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne is just like emo boy looking all weird and shit. And that, there, there was like an interview with either him or director Matt Reeves where he's like, we're basing this character off of Kurt Cobain. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, Kurt Cobain? Yeah, yeah, I did see that. You saw I was that? Like, I was like, okay. Yeah, I was like, that's weird. Okay. And it's like... That they Robert Pattinson gave an interview recently that was said something to the effect of like the opening scene of this movie is so fucking shocking and dark. You've never seen anything like it. I'm like, is I it gonna be his parents dying? That's probably what it's gonna be. I swear I swear like this movie's really trying to be like artsy as fuck. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not, like I I'm I'm I, real worried. I'm still excited for the movie, but I do see where you're coming from. Because I have seen some, like that dumb shit with oh Kurt Cobain. It's like what? Now this Excuse was compounded. Me? This was compounded for me a few days ago when I saw this story on Insider, where I'm reading the headline right now. Robert Pattinson says he held his wand like a gun in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire because he thought it was so dorky to hold it like a magic wand. <laughs> like, and I'm like, bro, so you're trying to look cool in Harry Potter? Like this I mean, is, <laughs> this is what this is what you think is cool. Why did he actually do that? I guess so. I never realized I, it before. But I, yeah, he two hands it. I guess I never. Yeah, I never really paid attention to how people hold their wands. In Harry <laughs> <Potter>. <laughs> yeah. He two hands his wand in Harry Potter, and he, apparently he was pretending like it was a gun the whole time. <laughs> and so I, I'm like, I'm I'm looking at this, and I'm just like, so Robert Pattinson really does like. He comes off to me as like a like a fourteen year old. He's just like this is I gotta do what's cool, and what's cool is being like emo Batman with like hair in my face and like fucking eyeliner on and shit. It just looks weird. The it eyeliner looks, doesn't bother me because for the cow shit, but yeah, it looks bizarre, man. He this is a direct <sighs> quote from him. He says, "I remember holding a wand and thinking it felt so dorky to hold it like a magic wand. So I'm holding it like a gun, with two hands, thinking I'm in a diehard movie. I think I even have one uh, one eyes closed when I'm looking down, like it's got a viewfinder on it. No, he fucking doesn't. So I don't know, but I I that was like a really bizarre. So so like I'm compounding all this information, and I'm like." I'm getting progressively more worried <laughs> about the Batman movie. And then I was watching this and everybody gave Batflex so much shit, right? And I'm like, you you watch these old like Batman v Superman trailers and they're way better than the trailers we're getting for this new Batman movie. Like, oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this motherfucker actually does double two hand as one. Yeah, he does. I guess so. Yeah, I'm wise. I'm like, this is here. Me, this is me googling fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you two hand your wand, Todd. You go two I hand. I do. Damn. Go two hand <laughs> on that shit, huh? Go real hard. Rip away. Now I, I get, you, I get worried my, though. You know my name. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Todd. Todd's been known around these parts. He's known to squeeze it till it's purple. That's right. He's known to do that uh, once or twice. So I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried about. Uh, I'm worried about that movie. And I, I think to myself the whole time. Every time, like a fucking worrying piece of information bubbles to the surface, I'm like, okay, Matt Reeves has never made a movie you don't like. 
He's never made a movie you don't like. Like you, you've enjoyed all of his movies. You love Cloverfield. You love the Planet of the Apes movies. Like I'm sure it's going to be fine. But then I think to myself, maybe Matt Reeves. Hang on a second. Let me. Go, how old is Matt Reeves? Matt Reeves is 55 years old. Okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's having like a midlife crisis. Oh and, no. And this is what he thinks is cool. Oh. Like. Like maybe he's maybe he's like trying to reclaim a little bit of his youth or something. And he thinks it's cool to have like, you know, to to have this this kind of Kurt Cobain. <laughs> it's like, in portraying Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne, Reeves wanted to depart from the traditional playboy and sociolite because he listened to the Nirvana song Something in the Way as he wrote the first act. He decided to base Wayne on reclusive Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain. That's such a weird. That's a what? He took it's so in, weird. He took inspiration from the film Last Days, the 2005 five film Last Days, which featured a fictionalized version of Cobain living in a decayed manor. He describes his Batman as quote still trying to figure out how to do this, how to be effective, and he's not necessarily succeeding. He's broken and driven. End quote. I mean, I can okay. If they're trying to go for like that early on, like sort of deal where he's like all these, like, and then he evolves into Playboy or some shit, maybe, but I don't know. I I don't, I, I don't need Bruce Wayne to be a Playboy. I just need him to not be a bitch. <laughs> you know, fair. that's definitely fair. <laughs> that's that's my big thing. I, yeah. I, I I I I and I'd like basing him off of Kurt Cobain's a weird one for me. And then also, I, I don't know how much I like the depiction of Catwoman either. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, trying, you're trying to get canceled. I'm trying to get canceled. <laughs> no, if I, if I was going to get canceled, it would have been it would have been uh, when we did Nerd Bourbon and I said that Black Panther was a good movie. <laughs> it was it was uh, middle of the road. It was good. Like I, I liked middle it. middle of the road. It wasn't the best fucking thing I'd ever seen, but I liked it. Yeah, uh, we should revisit that. Honestly, I wouldn't mind revisiting uh, a ranking, ranking the Marvel again. movies. Yeah. I haven't seen all of them anymore. I don't keep up with them I anymore. I know. That's real shit, dude. I, I used to uh, feel I used to feel really beholden to that. Not I anymore. dude, I, I, I didn't even like it took me forever to watch like the Eternals. I and still haven't seen it's on Disney Plus. I could watch it for free right now. I still haven't seen it. Yep. That's basically what it took me to finally watch it, and it still took me a while. Yeah. I don't know. And, and like who no nobody asked for an Eternals movie. Nobody asked for an Eternals movie. The when they if they go to make an Inhumans movie, I might boycott it. I might actually Is boycott it, it. Are we talking because of the uh, the worst part of a video game of all time? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Actually, we're we're playing Marvel <laughs> Ultimate Alliance three. And that that is I don't know why I don't know how that made it why they shipped the game with that. I honestly like I wanted to stop playing. <laughs> that Inhumans that chapter of Marvel Ultimate Alliance three is like the worst, Trash. most disparate section <laughs> of a video game I think I've ever seen. One thing that is kind of cool about this Batman movie, I'm on its Wikipedia page now. I didn't realize that it was actually going to be Paul Dano. Paul Dano playing the Riddler. Oh, okay. And that's a weird motherfucker. Have you ever seen um, There Will Be Blood? I have not. 
You ever seen that? He plays like a priest in There Will Be Blood. Just like this sweaty, looks like a fucking salamander the whole movie. Just sweaty, oily dude. And like, not a good person. And he's got, there's something weird. If you Google Paul Dano and just look at a picture of him, there's something unsettling about the way that dude looks. He's an unsettling kinda like dude. Kind of looks like a fucking salamander. Yeah, looks he's like just a reptile a, person. Yeah, just a salamander of a man. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, he's going to be the Riddler, I guess. So. I almost, I, I do kind of like, the, the, the way they're taking the Riddler, though, like some of the shit that they're having the Riddler say is like stupid. Just like dumb. Like it's not even a real riddle. Like what's black and blue and dead all over? It's like. <laughs> It's not even is a that fucking... A, was that in the trailer? Yes! Shit. Yes, that's in the trailer. It's not even a fucking actual riddle. He's just trying to be cool and, like, scary. It's not even cool. No. That's shit. No, that's, it's like a... dog shit. It's like, a, like something out of a weird fanfic or something. Now, they got Andy Serkis as Alfred in this one. Which does does make me happy. Although the Wikipedia entry for Alfred's character here in this movie, it says, Wayne and Pennyworth have a hostile relationship and rarely speak. I don't like that. So, what's the point? <laughs> that, that, sounds like, like, that, that sounds like booty. Like, what? Thing I'm ex- the thing I think I'm most excited for is Colin Farrell as a penguin. That's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'm down for that. The, the first sentence here in his Wikipedia entry, a disfigured rising cl- uh, crime lord. Yeah. I liked, I liked Danny DeVito's Penguin the best. Don't Did- we all? <laughs> Where he's like an actual, that is, that is such a fucked up like story. You want to talk about a dark intro to a fucking movie? Yeah, real. That's some real shit. <laughs> there, there may be no, but like you, you're not going to be able to top that. And Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Let me just read this to you for anybody who hasn't seen who who hasn't seen Batman Returns. Are you for, reading like the beginning of the movie? <laughs> first sentence of the of the fucking plot section on Wikipedia. On Christmas Day, Gotham City socialites Tucker and Esther Cobblepot become the parents of a deformed baby boy. <laughs> A deformed baby boy, Oswald, believing that Gotham's high society would not welcome their baby due to his appearance and wild demeanor. The Cobblepots confine Oswald to a cage and ultimately throw him into the sewer, where he is discovered by a family of penguins underneath the Gotham Zoo. You ain't gonna get darker than that. I promise. (laughs) That boy was raised by penguins. And he fucking, like, bites somebody's nose off in that movie. Yes, he does, yep. That movie's fucking awesome, man. That movie's so... And he has, like, a weird plan where he wants to, like, kill all of Gotham's, like, sons. All of Gotham's, Mm -hmm. like, firstborn sons. Yeah. What a weird fucking movie that is, man. Oh, I'm I'm probably gonna watch that today. Shit. God damn, that's a good movie. You mean we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. That's another thing that I kind of want to do on this show eventually is like how we used to do uh, relapse. Yeah, yeah. Nerd bourbon relapse. That was fun. Oh, that dude, was- there's definitely shit I want to bring continue on. Like 
I do want do I still want I, my, my fat ass still wants to talk about food. That's like true. My, there's a reason why the sideshows existed. It was just because once Nerd Bourbon kind of found its way into being like a news based show. Yeah. Then we we're like, we got to sit there and do the sideshows to talk about other shit that we want. That was our biggest mistake is getting yes. into like news. We should have just never done that. We should we like, should have just. I have no issue like discussing like I we're we're you know we're both in the video games occasionally talking about like a news story that interests us but going full on into covering it yeah I think was our biggest mistake I agree I agree and like I do I do another podcast a Nintendo focused podcast now where we talk about news and stuff so I, I sort of I've got that out of my system but you know if there's <laughs> if there's like a big video game news story that we actually care to talk about we can but I um. <laughs> you know another thing I want to bring back, Todd. What? Brendan Fraser. <laughs> we got to bring back Brendan Fraser, Todd. That's you know, funny as I, I just recently uh rewatched The Mummy. Oh, you did the whole trilogy? I did, yeah. How how's it hold up? I st- I don't give a fuck. I love those movies. Even the shitty uh the shitty third one. What what's the, With, is uh, it uh Tomb of the Dragon the, Emperor? Yeah, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, yeah. Oh my god! I still to this day have never actually watched that movie. I've never actually watched it. I mean, it's, I, it's one of those things that just didn't need to exist. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember when that movie came out. I was actually in Chicago when it came out for whatever summer that was, and I went to meet up with my girlfriend at the time, who lived in Wisconsin, and. I we I went over there and that's what like her and her friends were watching was Mummy mm-hmm. Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. And so like I, you know, bought my ticket or whatever and we went in there and then we just made out through the whole movie. There you go. So that's <laughs> that's that's what I remember about that movie. I, I've well, never actually there's seen There's a it. legitimate line of dialogue uh in that movie because one it's obviously one of the main characters was recast because uh what's her name didn't come back. What's her name? Rachel Weiss. Oh yeah, yeah. She is. She's not in that movie, uh, and so she's getting played by another actress. I don't know the actress. It's like, oh, it's like I was a whole different person, or some shit. Was like the line. Oh my god, I hate it. She was hot too, man. Rachel Weiss. <laughs> she, she was. She hot. still looks good. I don't give a fuck. What is she doing now? Has she been in like a recent know. movie? I don't know. I think I've seen like a recent image of her. She still looks good. She's married to Daniel Craig. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's cool. Must be she. She's goes from uh from the you know fooling around with Rick O'Connell, Brendan Fraser, and the Mummy to uh fucking James Bond. That's right. Pretty good. Pretty good upgrade there. <laughs> the Mummy. The Mummy was huge, dude. When those movies were coming out. Let me see. What's her name? This new one. Maria Bello. Yeah. They don't even look the same. I hate it when they yeah. recast actors, dude. <laughs> yeah. It almost never works out. When they recast in the in the Dark Knight, when they recast uh, Katie Holmes oh. with, with Maggie Gyllenhaal. And it was like Bulldog. a massive downgrade. <laughs> so fucked up. Massive uh. downgrade. You could argue that Maggie Gyllenhaal is a better actress. Yeah. But massive downgrade. But there's weird shit going on with Katie Holmes and like Tom Cruise at that time. I think that's probably where kind of ended up 
that honestly probably is what ended up happening. There's like some weird weird shit shit. where he, yeah, he was like trying to, like she had to like escape like a Scientology den. I don't know what the fuck happened. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what happened. I I wonder if like Hollywood was kind of like, we can't fuck with her. She's in this weird like Scientology shit and she's like in this weird relationship with Tom Cruise. Yeah. And they were married. So Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes are married in a Scientologist ceremony in Italy. Holy moly. That's some fucked up shit right there, man. Scientology. Has she ever done like a post, like a postmortem interview? I, here's the thing. I don't think she will for her fucking safety. That's some real shit. You think, uh, you think she'll shoot herself on the back of the head? (laughs) Yeah, real shit. I, I wouldn't play, man. The amount of like high class, like you know, high up, like fucking just celebrities are into that shit, and it's like, nah, dude, nah, <laughs> dude. Um, I was watching. I think it was uh, Joe Rogan did an interview with uh, what's her fucking name, uh, Leah Remini, Leah Remini, who the uh, chick from King of Queens. Mm-hmm. She was high up in Scientology, and and left. Or whatever, like she got out. Yeah. Like her, her mom, I guess, is still really high up. Mm-hmm. She's like, uh, I don't know what their fucking raking system is, like OP eight or some shit, whatever it is. Um, and she, she kind of like sat there and talked on Joe Rogan about the the Scientologists. Once you reach, she she had talked about this. Once you reach like a certain level in Scientology, you can do whatever you want, and the rest of the church has to look the other way. And, like, it has to help you, like, get away with it, basically. Oh, wow. She had said something to the point where, like, because John Travolta is really big in this, too, right? Famously. Yeah. 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 So, if John Travolta walks down the street and, like, shoots a man in the face. And they're, like. like, Obligated to help him. Yeah, you got to help him hide the body, basically. Isn't that crazy? It's like an actual cult. What kind of yeah. th- there, there's got to be some fucked up shit happening with Scientologists, like behind closed doors. Oh yeah, behind closed doors, you know, some crazy shits going on. Weird shit. Just like we offer this to Zenu or <laughs> whatever the fuck. Is <laughs> well, not the day, name? Some of, yeah, it's some shit like that. It's like, but to this day, some of my favorite episodes of South Park are the ones where they make fun of Scientology. <laughs> It, well, it, and like the whole time, it just in big bold letters, it's like this is what Scientologists actually believe. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> oh man, you know it's funny too. I so to circle back to Brendan Fraser, it, actually it's pronounced Fraser, but it's Brendan Fraser. Fraser yeah. But I'm never gonna yeah. say that it's Brendan Fraser to me. Um, he's actually work. He's a he's already been worked into the DC universe at this point. But did you know that he is going to be in the Batgirl movie? Firefly. He's going to be Firefly. I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. Come on, bro, who, wait, who, who are you coming to? <laughs> who are you coming to right now? You think I didn't know this? <laughs> Todd is like I, the... Uh, the uh, only reason I'm even going to even see that movie is because of... <laughs> <laughs> or is it a show? Is it a show or a movie? No, it's a movie. Oh, okay. Either it's, way, it's, it's the only reason. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> it's supposed to, and it's weird because it's currently, it's set in like the current DC universe. Like it's going to have JK Simmons as James Gordon. Mm-hmm. It, 
I, apparently Michael Keaton is going to be in it as Bruce Wayne. I guess that's a thing. Dude, I don't. I, I think some crazy shit's going to happen. I guess like because we're. I guess they're going to be using the what the the Flash movie to like retcon the fucking world. Yeah, Flashpoint, the, D- the DCEU. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that's you know the big theory is like they're completely retcon Batfleck and uh, Cavill Superman and shit. So All we're right. we're gonna yeah yeah this I it's one of those things where I'm like I the DCEU is really gonna suck really. But, did, you, uh, did you know that? Uh, did, did you know that the the character of Firefly's like real name is Garfield? <laughs> I <actually> did. <laughs> you knew that? I did. <laughs> what a bizarre character name! Let's just name this character Garfield. Now I want to see if anybody's ever connected those dots and has the power to make like Garfield in a with a like a jetpack and like a flamethrower. Needs to happen, yeah. <laughs> Garfield the cat. Just like running around, Bill. I one of my favorite things about this life is how much Bill Murray hates those Garfield movies <laughs> that he did. He's he's like that's my biggest regret in life is doing those Garfield movies. They paid those bills, though, didn't they? Bill. They paid. They paid the. Do you, Do you know the story of why he even accepted those movies? I don't. What, what was the deal? So hang on. Let me let me look this up real quick. I wanna I wanna make sure I'm not. I'm not misrepresenting this story. So, okay. <clears throat> one of the one of the writers of the script of, of the movie script is Joel Cohen. So he thought when he was taking the movie on, he thought it was the Cohen brothers. Like the the respected <laughs> directing writing duo, the Cohen brothers. So that's the whole reason he took it. As he thought he was going to be working with the Coen brothers. And then it turns out, no, you're on this like shitty Garfield movie. Oh, no. <laughs> and at that point, he's, you know, he's signed the, you know, he's signed the the contract and everything. And it's too late. Next thing you know, you're making Garfield a tale of two kitties. Sequel. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I've only seen the first one. I don't think I, apparently Tim Curry's in it. What? Tim Curry apparently is in it. Tim Curry makes me sad, man. Yeah. Cause he had like a massive stroke and now he's like walking around. Uh, well, not walking, <laughs> not walking. I don't around. think, I mean, he's, I think he's recovered a bit, but he's not like, but he's nowhere. Yeah. He's he ain't the same as he once was. Shut. Yeah. He ain't the same as he once was after that legendary career. What's your favorite Tim Curry role? Oh, what is my favorite Tim Curry role? Is it is it in Legend where he was like sexy devil? <laughs> yes. Sexy devil. It's you pretty good. Pretty good. He he also was in um obviously he was in It. I didn't know this. He he did the voice of Palpatine for a season there in the Clone Wars animated series. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I did not. No, I didn't know that. That's interesting. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. Because they eventually gave it to uh, Sam Witwer. But I... Tim Tim Curry, though... Do you remember this? I wonder if you remember this. you remember the game Brutal Legend? Yes. He was Daviculous in Brutal Legend. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. Which was this weird, like, BDSM <laughs> antagonist. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what they were going for with that. 
like this whole like cult of BDSM. I don't remember what his uh, cult was was called, but they were all in like leather BDSM shit. Oh, so real shit. You want to know my true favorite role? What's that? Nigel Thorpe. <laughs> hey, that's a good one. It's a pretty fucking good one, <laughs> bro. I actually real shit. I I I enjoyed the fuck out of the wild thornberries. I went to uh, my aunt's house for Thanksgiving last year, and for some reason, they had the Rugrats and the Wild Thornberries movie, the Rugrats Go Wild, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have that on the TV. I have no idea why. I haven't seen that movie in probably 20 years, but they had that on the TV. That was kind of funny. I haven't seen that movie in so long. But one of the things that I want to make sure we bring back with this show, Todd, circle back. This is just going to be, this show is just going to be a series of tangents for like an hour. That's all this is going to uh, fucking that's be. That's all this really was, and I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> that's all the show's going to fucking be. Just a series of tangents. I, j- just a stream of consciousness bullshit. Um, but I want to make sure we bring back the Brendan Fraser thing. Mm-hmm. Because there, there's such a, there's such a love of Brendan Fraser around here we like i have enough love for the both of us yes. <laughs> you you unironically me somewhat ironically although i will say <laughs> like the years of doing nerd bourbon and stuff did give me a, a legitimate appreciation for brendan fraser he's actually a fucking great actor mm-hmm. he's an actually great actor if you if you actually look at the uh the, the range that he has like, if you look at him doing the kind of, like, one-liner badass in The Mummy with Rick O'Connell, and then you look at something like Dudley Do-Right, you know, where he's, like, a completely different character, George of the Jungle, completely different character, he's a pretty versatile actor. I, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing him as Firefly. I'm gonna be honest. I'm interested. <laughs> I'm yeah. definitely interested. I'll go and I'll go. I'll definitely go and see that. I'm. I, I've been here for the Renaissance since since it began. So. Well, well, it was like uh, like his wife, his ex wife, like fucked him over or something like that. Uh, the the whole story is was like he had like really bad like alimony shit. Yeah. Like, and it's just like you see those just like those. They're not even Photoshop. They were just he was in uh, in a bad way. Like he looked like he looked like shit. <laughs> He just looked like shit, dude. It's like, <laughs> like that. Like that woman wasn't just taking his money; it was like she was taking his soul. Shit, just sucking the life out of his body. I'm looking um, at this. Well, look at him now. He, like he just he looks like he's in a way better place. Yeah, he looks uh, healthy. That's what I people used to say to me when I was like young and fat and chubby. They're like, "You're healthy. He's hel- healthy boy. <laughs> he's a he's a little husky boy. He's a healthy, healthy boy now. He's healthy." <laughs> Yeah, I think he again. Like, I think the he got was he was in the uh, Doom Patrol. He's still in the Doom Patrol, yeah. Show or whatever. Yeah, that show's uh, still going on. I think it is. Yeah. Holy shit! Wow. If it if it's not, it just recently ended. Uh, but it's like I, I I watched a few episodes. Like my uh, my dad was really into it. So, after arriving in Los Angeles, this is in 1993. Let's talk about Brendan Fraser for a second. After arriving in Los Angeles, Frazier met actress Erica Afton Smith. 
Are we going through the whole fucking story now? <laughs> While attending a barbecue at Winona Ryder's house on July 4th, 1993. I'm not going to read this whole thing, but in 2007, they decided to divorce. That's actually a fairly long marriage. 14 years. Pretty long marriage. Frazier was ordered to pay monthly alimony sum of $50,000 for a period of 10 years or until remarriage of Afton, whichever occurred first, in addition to the $25,000 monthly payment for child support ending in January 2019. So he was having to pay this bitch $75,000 a month for 10 years. Mm Mm-hmm. In early 2013, Frazier petitioned the courts for a reduction of his alimony and child support payments, asserting that he was unable to meet the annual obligation of $900,000, to which his ex-wife accused him of hiding his financial assets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Well, what happened? I mean, like, why did he wind up? Wasn't there some shit? I'm not seeing this here in his Wikipedia page. It's probably buried somewhere here. But wasn't there also some shit where he was like... He was speaking out against, like, a Hollywood executive that, like, molested him or something like that? That, I feel like that might have been a thing. So, because of that, he was getting, like, he was getting, like, blacklisted? Yeah, because he was definitely, uh, because he, he was, that's, well, that's a fucking dumbass YouTube video that shows up in your algorithm occasionally. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, like, blacklisted. Shows up in your algorithm. <laughs> Looking up Brendan Fraser shit. <laughs> Doesn't show up that's in my fair. algorithm, Todd. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but I, I, I'm looking at like uh, I'm looking. I don't. It's somewhere here. There, there was some shit. I had read some shit where he was talking about there was some like powerful executive that like sexually assaulted me. Here it is. Frazier alleged in 2018. Uh, alleged in 2018 that he was sexually assaulted by Philip Burke the then president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association at a luncheon in the summer of 2003, the assault, his subsequent divorce, and the death of his mother launched Frazier into a depression that combined with his health issues and a backlash within the industry over speaking out against Burke caused his career to decline. He also had all kinds of health problems. He had a vocal cord surgery, knee replacement, because he was doing all of his own stunts on a lot of those movies. He, he badly injured his back when clearing a fallen tree after uh, Hurricane Sandy, which mm-hmm. also required back surgery. Hero. A hero. And we have, we anyway, we love Brendan Fraser on these parts. And Todd, as we look toward the end of the first episode of the Sturgill Boys, something I want to make sure we also bring back is the Brendan Fraser quote to end the oh, episode. <laughs> You missed you missed this, didn't you? Having a Brendan Fraser quote. I enjoyed it. <laughs> no, I'm probably going to wind up repeating some of the ones I said on Nerd Bourbon. So, fucking get over it, I guess. If you're if you're like an old Nerd Bourbon fan, just get over it. It'll be all right. You'll be cool. So, Todd, let's wrap up the first episode of the Sturgill Boys with the Brendan Fraser quote of the episode. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. I played Dungeons and Dragons. I had a bug collection. I ate my boogers. Cat on a hot tin roof. Then get me the hell out of here. Then I don't know for sure what you're up to, but you're for sure up to something. Actually, most of the screaming takes 
pepperoni mushroom olive pizza guy. And his father snapped. Papa! Pourquoi? Not that many people get to know the real Brendan Fraser. And that's why I thought it would be nice for you to get to know the real me. Oh my god, I love Brendan Fraser! Fraser. It is Fraser. It's Fraser. Why do people say... Todd, this one, I think, is going to ring true for a lot of people. You have a cat. I do. You love, yeah. you love your cat. My kitty bitch. You love your kitty bitch, Poe. So maybe, and, and you know, I, I've got a dog, so we're, we're pet owners. So maybe this quote will resonate. And this is kind of a sad one. Brendan Fraser quotes, I wish I could go home. <laughs> For some reason, reading that out loud just fucked me up. I wish I could, I wish I could go home. Uh, I mean, it's it's related that even just that is relatable. But continue. Just end the quote there. I've been on the road since May. I wonder if my dog still remembers me. That's the quote. I love it. <laughs> Do you ever think about oh. it? Because because like when I come home from work, like even if I'm only gone for like fifteen minutes. When I come back, my dog acts like she's seeing me for the first time. It's a thing. It's definitely a thing. I come back even, and she's... Yep. Even with the cat. The cat's still like that, too. <laughs> yeah. When you come home from work or something. So I, it really, I think it stems from, like, separation anxiety and shit. Yeah. But oh, also, Herbie definitely has separation when anxiety. You, uh, when you said, uh, I want to go... I, I, I wish I could go I, home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it reminded me of something darker from our past. Oh God, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> it brought it back. Oh God, what? I wish to go home. I don't even remember what the context of that. I was. don't know the context, but the context involved me going up your ass. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's like every now and then we'll just get on these weird like homoerotic tangents. <laughs> Homoerotic incestual <laughs> Even just before we started recording this, we were talking about your fucked up Discord picture that like moves when you talk, and it's it does. It's, it's Patrick. Uh, yeah, it's Patrick sucking some sausage. I was just like, I'll let you suck on this sausage here in a minute. I I do fully. Uh, I really regret that we didn't st like start recording. Uh, <laughs> With me just going, turn that shit down. The stars of what's a podcast. <laughs> I was surprised that that was the first time you had mentioned that to them. Was just uh, <laughs> I, I, I've mentioned that we were planning on doing it again. Oh, okay. Um, they just didn't I know still, it was I don't now. think they knew when. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just spring that on. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah. Turn but that shit down. There, was some, there was some shit about... Um, yeah, something about you fucking my ass. I don't know. Something about that. I don't know what it There's was. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that, you know, that humongous ass. I don't... Yeah, it was something about this this juicy, humongous ass. But it was also something about... Um, it, it wasn't, like, just you simply having sex. It was you, like, wa like entering living. my ass. Like, yeah, living. Yeah, living. Like, fully, <laughs> fully, fully. I'm on, no, it's not my genitalia. Uh, me as a person. I wish to go home, you know? <laughs> living. <laughs> making your home inside of now, my ass. Now, do, do I know where we 
like why we got to that point? No, I don't remember. I just we, remember the point. <laughs> at some point in the link in the life of the show, we'll have to tell them about testicles. Oh no, testicles. That's one a day. dark point. That's a very dark point. <laughs> one day, <laughs> one day we'll 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 tell the people about testicles. That's a low point in our lives. <laughs> Dude, that's some real shit. That day is not today, though. We'll uh, we'll wrap up here, uh, guys. We don't have any sort of. Uh, if you can't tell, there is no notes, <laughs> no plot. No, it's wing it. It's, no it's, structure. It, this, is, this this is a just two dumbasses getting together and just winging it. It's yeah, great. and and we're we're not gonna have. Uh, I, I'm not gonna edit. There's no. There's not gonna be any editing. It's literally. I, I'm like we don't have an upload schedule. It's just gonna be. Like no social media, just for the fun of it. Um, yeah, just hanging out and fucking talking bullshit. It feels good. Completely feels good. raw experience. Just that raw dogged experience. You already knew, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we will. Uh, I guess see you guys next time. Whenever we do this again. Yeah. <laughs> Until then, another thing I'll bring back from Nerd Bourbon is my classic Nerd Bourbon sign off. Get fucking dunked on. Bye. See ya. That was our show. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time, we suppose. That was our show. You're so kind for listening, now please get the fuck out of here.